Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. Hello, I'm Gary McCulley, and welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud. Today, I'm speaking with Douglas Falstrom, who is the VP of Product Management at Primary Data. Good afternoon, Douglas. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Gary. Great to be here on Chip Chat. Well, thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit about Primary Data. Primary Data was founded about four years ago in order to address some of the data management challenges. So we've uh, been building our product for quite a while, and we've been going out to the market now for the last couple of months. Primary Data product, it's called Datasphere, and it's, we're a metadata engine that simply separates the logical view applications have of data from where things are physically stored. Okay. Give us a little more detail around Datasphere. Sure. With our metadata engine, we're able to optimize environments quite a bit. So the primary solutions we're delivering to customers initially is the ability to increase performance using their existing storage hardware. We can move data around at any point in time, even open and live files, even they're being written to or read from. Uh, we're able to move data to the cloud and back without any kind of application change. So you know, now the data center is not limited to its physical location anymore, but simply can spread out to where the cloud is. We're able to help address some of the over-provisioning challenges that customers are managing because we deliver a global data space, what we think of as a data space, a global namespace across multiple storage devices. What types of cloud implementations are people most interested in today, and how do you think that will change going forward? It's a great question because we almost in every customer conversation we have today, uh, the cloud pops up. It's a big change from a year or two years ago when it just occasionally came up. Now, the cloud means different things for different size companies. With large companies, we often see the cloud as being a kind of a hybrid cloud on-premises and augmented with public cloud resources, while for slightly smaller companies, we see them being mostly public cloud resources. Either way, there are really three use cases that we see today with the cloud, and this is obviously a little bit more specific to storage because that's what we're focusing on. So we have cloud bursting. We're able to span your workloads into the cloud, and obviously storage needs to follow where the application is. You have cloud tiering, uh, where you're able to use the cloud as a storage tier. And you have a cloud backup, where the cloud simply is a backup uh, location of all your data. What are some of the challenges that IT leaders should be aware of when evaluating the cloud? From our perspective, what we've seen the most with customers and what we hear the feedback is uh, they need to carefully approach this based on the use case they're going to start with. We've seen customers start with big plans of, for example, bursting into the cloud, and they've come to realize that in order to burst into the cloud, they need to not only change where applications run and where their data is and figure out a way to suddenly back up your data in the cloud or to synchronize your data between the cloud and your on-premise solution, but you also need to change your policies on what data can go where. So the best advice I have is to, when you start as an IT leader and think about the cloud, Figure out what you want to do first and keep it really narrow. Deliver on initial use case. For example, cloud tiering is to be something I've seen most customers start with. Focus on that first and then think the big picture. Uh, otherwise, it's easy to get lost and not actually get anything done. I like to think of, for example, the simplest use case for you know, public cloud storage is just basically as an archive to archive your old data. But even that, you know, calling it simple is probably a misnomer because it's no small task from enterprise IT guys to manage it. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because, you know, with our product, 
it takes about five minutes to add a cloud in there and start moving data. But that doesn't really only solve the problem. That's the simple part. It's just done. What you want to be able to do now is figure out what data do I have in the cloud? Can I search the data? Can I identify it? Do I need to back it up? You know, when can I delete it? And so forth. There's a lot of questions that suddenly that you have when you have data on-premises that you don't necessarily have to answer because it's all solved by current processes. But as soon as things are moved, for example, into the public cloud, you may want to think uh, twice about those questions and consider what strategy or what solutions you need to help address them. We had a very interesting conversation with a health-related company where they do a lot of imaging, and you know, they have a lot of imaging that's related to each other. Today, they put them in a single directory, and you know, that's how they group them. When they move things into the cloud as an object storage solution, there are no directories anymore. Just uh, a bunch of key-value pairs, a bunch of blobs of data, essentially, with, with associated metadata. And so they needed the ability suddenly to, to use custom metadata, but traditional file systems don't provide that ability. Uh, luckily, we're able to do that and, you know, because we're a more modern solution and don't rely on a traditional file system approach. But anyway, that's one of the challenges some will run into is you know, now you can use the cloud, you get some capabilities that your traditional storage can deliver. And suddenly, now you're stuck between a rock and a hard place a bit because in order to move data into the cloud, you may need to use a different access method to do that in order to leverage the cloud to its full extent. And that's challenging. Now, is Datasphere the primary product that you use to move or place data to different storage tiers? Yeah, we have really two products. Uh, Datasphere is our uh, metadata engine. That's the brains behind uh, the, the solution. That's where all the policies and knowledge runs on what data is where. The actual mover, what we call the cloud connector, is called DSX. It's uh, Data Extended Services. DSX is capable of you know, moving things not only into the cloud, but also between storage devices. Now, I should say, when we move things into the cloud, one thing that is important that we assumed early on that people will be moving things into the cloud with bandwidth is constrained, for example, or potentially even capacity because you're not being charged, usually on a per terabyte basis, is that we actually dedupe and compress the data before we send it to the cloud to make it more optimal uh, when it reaches the endpoint. And that also has the benefit of when things are being recovered from the cloud, because it does happen, they're recovering less data because we're only recovering the unique blocks that may no longer be on primary storage. Now, because uh, dedupe and compression algorithms are particularly mathematically challenging and compute-intensive, I assume you use Intel Xeon processors to help make that absolutely. happen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All our platforms really today are running on either vendor-specific hardware from things like HP and Dell, but also a white box. The common denominator here is Intel CPUs and the components across the board. Uh, in fact, we've implemented a specific use of some of the sub-chipset functionality in Intel CPUs in order to detect things as uh, holes in files, for example, uh, and more effectively than not having an Intel CPU there. So it's been very helpful for us. Do you also take advantage of some of the Intel data center SSD products? Uh, we do. One thing that we our product is capable of doing is actually benchmarking and measuring the performance of the underlying storage as part of what the platform does as, a, as an ongoing task. And uh, we routinely see that you know, we have Intel hardware in our labs, and uh, it's working very well. And we're able to take advantage of you know, the Intel-specific extensions in, into the NVMe storage, for example, 
in order to leverage the and the best performance pay available from the platform. Okay, great. Where can people go to find out more about your company's products or services? Uh, the best place to go is really going to our website on www.primarydata.com. Just click on the link on the follow-up and, and see a demo. Uh, the best experience for our product is a demo. There. You, know, you can read all you want on our website on how it works and, and the challenges we solve. We'd love to get a chance to sit down and, and show them and listen to the questions that you have. Thanks for your time today, and best wishes to Primary Data. Thank you very much uh, for having us on. Thank you.